This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. How you doing? Good. Very good. A um, lot, of, lot of feedback post-show. Uh, There are factions developing within the Cavs fan base on whether we're being too easy on them, whether we're being too hard on them. Anybody think we're being just right? No, nobody. So I find it, uh, I find it very interesting that, you know, as a fan base, you know, we get get into this from time to time with a lot of the teams. Um, Yeah. I think by and large have the, Guardians not overachieved uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. We What have we said before about overachieving? And, and there's no, almost nothing better as a sports fan base than overachieving. And then I've admitted that I've done this from time to time in sports is I've purposely set my standards lower uh, because it's easier to meet the standards. And then when you meet the standards, you feel better about things. Uh, there's nothing worse than having really, really high standards and then falling woefully short. And I think we've seen that with the Browns constantly. Uh, I think with the Cavs, I know at the end of the very first LeBron run, I think fans are starting to feel like, all right, NBA Finals, let's go. It's LeBron. You knew that a contract was up. And then they end up losing to the Celtics and losing to the Orlando Magic. And then it was Panic City. And then they he decides to go elsewhere. So you understand those fears were realized when it comes to expectations. So with the Cavs... I mean, the fact that they didn't make the playoffs, that was the real killer in all of this. And so I think a lot of people said, okay, well, they didn't make the playoffs last year, so just making the playoffs this year is the goal. But what would we have said had they have made the playoffs last year? Would we be be okay with the exact same set of circumstances? And then you trade all your assets for Donovan Mitchell? I mean, they are just one game different from where they were last year at this time. And they did not have Donovan Mitchell. And the Allen injury hadn't happened yet. Is the East better, though? Uh, let's see. I think so. Let's see, because... I think so. I mean, Milwaukee was really good last year, and Boston was really good last year. Milwaukee has been injured all year. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, which don't exist anymore, right. they had a great stretch this year where they looked like they were going to be a problem, and then they imploded, so you don't have them to worry about. Philadelphia, um, Harden's played really well. Joel Embiid has played better than last year, so okay, I'll give you Philly... Philly's better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Chicago is worse. Toronto's way worse. 
Miami's worse. Miami's worse. I don't know. Actually, just going through the teams, I don't know that the East is any better. Yeah, because I'm just wondering if there's a thing the to top, be said it about. Seems like they are. Yeah, they well, they those top teams have been more consistent all year. There was a lot of shuffle this time last year, right? It was those teams that are at the top right now were making their runs back up after injuries and things like that. Are you in battle mode right now? No, not at all. Okay, because you're responding to somebody. Yeah, you were just responding to somebody. I just I have the I, ability I to do it both. I, I turned it off. I turned mm-hmm. it off because I wanted to concentrate on you. You were arguing with Justin Rowan today during the show. Oh, I wasn't arguing at all. I think people were arguing with me, uh, but I was pretty pretty consistent with my point of view um, that we're, we're we're wrestling with this. We're wrestling with expectations, and you know, really where we think this team, where this team, like. Everybody agrees in the NBA it takes Are steps. Oh, right. Thank so you. we're talking about the steps that it's going to take every single year in the league because my whole life it's kind of taken steps. Would there have been a few outliers um, when it comes to steps? But for the most part, you got to take the steps. My question is, mm. okay, the Cavs make the playoffs this year. Okay, the Cavs either win a playoff series against the Knicks or whoever, yeah. or they lose. That is a step. What does that mean for next year? You're all of a sudden going to think they're better than Milwaukee, better than Boston, better than Philly? Like, there's people who... I think I was premature in my strong criticism of the Cavs. I was mad at how they came out against Philly. I just can't stand... Don't, like... Guys, I think they're going to be a good, really good team. I said I think they're the sixth to eighth best team in the league, and you have not fought me on that. Okay? Mm Okay. My whole issue is I'm not going to take slack-ass, scared basketball. That's the one thing I'm trying to avoid, and I thought they played that way against Philadelphia yeah. through most of that game. They played hard yesterday in the and first they half. They did play hard. So that's why I was upset. And I, I look big picture at this, and now because they lost to Denver and because mm-hmm. they lost to Milwaukee, now people are going, well, you know, maybe a move's going to be needed. Let it see how they fit, and then we'll discuss – I do believe that at some point there will probably have to be a move of the fo- one of the four that we all talk about. Mobley, Garland, Mitchell, Allen. Well, it ain't going to be Mobley. No. It's never going to be Mobley. No. Garland is probably a 90-something percent no. Mm-hmm. Mitchell, we'll see what he does with an extension. He's got to sign an extension. And even then, we'll see. And then Allen is maybe that odd man out. We'll see how this works, but I got to see how it goes first before we do any of this. They do need wing help. How do I get wing help? It's, well, I it's have to tough move. to get, yeah, you, have without draft picks. Exactly. I'm going to have to move one of those players. They're not just going to give me their treasure for our garbage. I'm not going to be able to just trade Dean Wade. Yeah, this is why, in theory, the Cavs are such an interesting – they're such an interesting thing. Remember last year it was all about the seven-footers? And yeah. we trotted out three of them in a starting lineup, and we made it work. Yes, we did. We made it work for a long time. The injuries ended well, up kind of we sabotaging were a that. Nightmare. And we were. We were totally a matchup nightmare. Um, we had our limitations too. This year, we still are starting two taller players, and then we're also starting two shorter players. I hate to oversimplify, but that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And most teams have found in the league that you can't really do either of those things. Yet we're doing both, and we've won a ton of games. We are the four seed in the Eastern Conference. Some people still think we can track down the 76ers. I, I have my doubts about that, but the schedule does set up. We'll see. They still have to play Boston again. They have the two games against Miami. 
and we have to stay healthy. That's uh, that's an obvious thing that you don't even need to talk about. Every team needs to stay healthy. Just ask the Lakers who, you know, and within two days suffer injuries to D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James. Okay, they're probably done. The Golden State Warriors this year, it's been injuries all season, and, you know, they should be getting Steph Curry back soon, but who knows. Kevin Durant, another big injury. I mean, the Cavs have actually been pretty healthy just in terms of they haven't had – what's the major injury they've had? The grind for Mitchell, but that's not been – How many games did he miss? Right. Six? Five? Uh, that in that. the very beginning of the season, Garland's Garland. Yeah. He missed a couple weeks? Right. I mean, other teams have had their stars out. Ask, ask right. Milwaukee about Middleton. So, obviously, health is going to be a big deal, and you got to stay healthy. Knock on wood for all those guys. But, you know, this is also what happens, I think, the length of the regular season – you know, I saw some people alluding to it last night. Like, let's go. Let's go. Let's start the playoffs. Are we going to learn anything more about the Cavs the rest of the way? No. I mean, if they go on an eight-game winning streak against the bad teams, the bad tanking teams, did you learn anything well, more about them? the only thing you can learn about them is if they figure out third quarters, but you're not going to do that because the bench isn't getting any better. The bench isn't, yeah, right. and that's what been the problem, right? Mm-hmm. So the only thing is, can you get 44 minutes out of everybody? No. And you can't. No, that's a recipe for disaster. I, I mean, do you? turn my phone off now because I'm getting into battle mode myself. I, I, I don't, what about? About the Cavs. About the no. damn Cavs. Well, good. Because, I'm glad we're talking I, Cavs. You're, I'm glad you're damn right. people are having real you're conversations. Damn right. I'm the glad people have been passion. afraid to have the real conversations. You're damn right. Son of a bitch. Yeah, you're right. Year. Yes. You are right. You are right. I stopped. We're, we, we're good. You're right. You are right about that. I'm glad we're having I'm I'm glad we're having Browns-esque passionate yeah. conversations good. about the Cavs. That's a damn good thing. Good. You got good players. You got you got highly paid players. You know what? We'll do it long enough where actually we'll sound smart after a while because <laughs> the, well, seriously, when's the last, when's the only time people have passion about the passion about the Gardens, Guardians? When they lost to the Yankees. When they went to yeah. So yeah. we sound like a bunch of idiots. We sound like a bunch of morons. Because they played one series against the Yankees and yeah. then people got all upset. Browns, people people take in the NFL yeah, it's football, all year it's long. Yep. It's fish in a barrel. And they're all, I'm not saying anybody's dumb. But when it comes to the Cavs, there were a lot of people just didn't pay attention to the Cavs for long swaths of time. Mm-hmm. And now they're back into it. And I appreciate the passion. I do. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Sorry. Go ahead. I, there's nothing to be sorry about. What The only thing I was saying was they cannot. This is getting, I'm a little nervous about the end of the season here. Because, hey, the good of yesterday was, hey, great spirit to come back in the fourth. The bad is you played Donovan Mitchell 44 minutes in a game you were never going to win. Right. Yeah. Guys, they were never going to win that game. Boston was never going to let you win that. It was never happening. And you had to bring Mitchell back into that game. And you're sitting there. He's diving on the floor. Is that his After choice? he suffered an injury. Uh, but they, who do they have to turn to? That's the issue. So what? Are we just going to have Mitchell... And Garland play 40 minutes a night. Well, they will be worn the blank out. They will not make it to the playoffs. How does it look if they cut it down to four, which they did, and then mm. you don't bring Mitchell back in? I know. I know. I, I mean, I don't think it matters whether it was his choice or not. If he doesn't go back out on the yeah, floor. It just, it just, so you have a guy that's got even in his dominance in the fourth quarter, he still looked like he was limping around. Right. That's how good he was. That's also how much I think Boston took the physicality off. Yes. I think I think they weren't and contesting they just gave every him shot. The lane. Yeah. They were not contesting every shot like they were in the first half where Robert Williams comes out of nowhere doing the stuff. By the way, I was looking for Jared Allen. 
Jared Allen last year, and really his whole career. Last night. His whole career, he's been so good at contesting every shot, doing a nice job of of hedging out, of of threatening to come out on a guard that is turning the corner, but also backing up in case there's a lob, being able to get in the way of any of those lobs. Last night, I mean, Boston played him like a fiddle yesterday, and I don't know what is going on with Allen because he was such a joy to watch last year, making the All-Star game in Cleveland. It was awesome. He was he, the, the quotes. Remember he had the quote about somebody asked him, where's the bling? You were at All-Star Saturday night. And you had no bling on and everything. And he had a great response really like about Jared all that. Allen. I really like he's a, he's, he's a fan favorite. He should be. He The the conversations he has are good. Um, but, you know, this summer we might be having different conversations. Doesn't mean we don't like it. I just want to see how that plays out in the postseason. Yeah, it might be no. different. I mean, the rotations might be different. I'm, I, I, yes, I worry about the bench, but I'm still talking about a seven guy, eight, maybe eight guy rotation of the postseason. Correct me if I'm wrong. Seven guy, eight guy rotation of the postseason anyway. But my God, they look like six guys right well, now. Well, <laughs> right, that's my problem. Is Karis Levert. I don't. You can flip a coin and figure out whether or not he's going to be good on every other night because he'll go out against Detroit tomorrow and score forty. 40. And then yeah. <laughs> see will. exactly. And then okay, we got our six man fix. And then he'll go out and look listless against Boston. And then on Tuesday, we'll, Tuesday morning, we'll all be upset. Um, I worry about that. I worry heavily about that. But I think that Kobe Allman does too. But I, I think big picture. I don't know. What do you really expect out of the team? I expect second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. That's what I expect. Is I, this your Cliff Bar? Boy, I no, I go for it. I am, no, I'm not going to eat it. I just I wanted to know what's going on. I am seeing a lot. You've talked about those and, things before. I didn't know. And I know it was. it's a loss, and we are all conditioned, not just because of football, but you're just conditioned to, to a game that you are pumped up about. Mm-hmm. You are conditioned to believe that it's life or death. And if you win, everything's great, even if it's just because you shot well, or if you lose and you didn't shoot well and you lost, but why do we lose? And there's 100 reasons. And so – Everybody was so excited to sit back, enjoy their favorite beverage, as John Michael would say, and just watch the game, whether it was local or national. I watched the national feed. I did you too. wanted to discuss that. I did, too, because I, I, I am always obsessed with whether or not I'm in the bubble. And so I want to hear a national conversation. I have nothing against uh, the local broadcast. Mm-hmm. I watch the local broadcast every night, obviously. Uh, I am an admirer of Doris Burke. We've had her on. Um, we've had Doris Burke on. She was great when we, we had no, her on. No, remember they had they had her record the basically a cameo. Uh, well, no cameos were on then. They had um, she record she recorded a podcast uh, on the four on the four letter. She recorded a podcast and they because she was in a, another studio to record the podcast. They had her record a message to me as a gift. Oh, that's right. The guys, people don't realize. I am a fan of Doris Burke. Yes. I am a huge fan. Ken might be the biggest fan. And so I, like, I wanted to hear her, and I was let down a bit because I didn't know it was, like, all-access Boston. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what are are we kissing Boston's ass for all the time here? What is this? What is this? And I didn't realize until you told me it was all-access Boston. I go, okay, well, now that makes sense, but I'm going... Why did you make it all access? Yeah, it gets Boston? a little nauseating when you have to hear about one team. Is there going to be mean, an all access Cavs at some point? Right, that'd be cool. Let's let's do it. Let's get to it. I joke that I would have liked to see an all access Cavs during the last twenty four hours of Kevin that Love floor angle too. Yeah. by the way, that would be amazing. The all access Cavs last twenty four hours, Kevin Love. But I love that floor angle, and I thought I did have an idea. Uh, this is nerdy, 
but I thought, wouldn't it be great if, because they have Skycam for college football mm-hmm. games, and it's it's okay. The the audio will kind of drive you nuts because sometimes they, they audio feed. They don't audio feed the play by play. You hear the you hear the PA announcer, okay, and you hear a little bit of the a little bit of the crowd, and then they turn it off. So yeah. it goes off and on, off and on. If you're gonna do that on a sub channel for college football, you're spending enough money on ESPN. I'm like, could you do the floor cam? Could you Ooh. do the floor cam and the alternate cameras at all time? Like, I know you have the the natural thing, but could you do like behind the basket, the higher uh, upper behind the basket on either side, and then the floor cam? Yeah, why Could not? You do that on a, on a sub channel. I think it'd be cool to do that. Splice I think that'd it together. Be fun. You know, I'm not big on the sub channel stuff for college football national championships. I've given the coaches when it's when it's this two was teams. a Saturday night broadcast. Yeah, on yeah. ESPN Plus. I I've tried to see what I'm into, and in the end, <gasps> I should mention I, that I got that on Plus. I don't know if that no. was on a regular cable package. I apologize. Go ahead. In the end, I kind of circle always back to the traditional broadcast where there is one play by play announcer and there is one color analyst, and I know. The younger generation, this next generation, they'd rather just watch Pat McAfee talk about talk about football and stories for three hours. That doesn't work for me. I think it's because I've been too programmed. I need play-by-play analysts like it's the 1970s, wearing the well, jacket you know, with the crest. Mm, I disagree. It's much different between basketball and football, though. <coughs> football, you've got so much dead time in uh-huh. between play. Yeah. Basketball's constantly running. Like I really don't want to hear stories during the basketball game. I just want to. Yeah, I like the stories during the football game when it's two teams they, that I don't have a rooting interest in. I know ESPN's dabbled over the years with, hey, let's throw Bill Walton in there and let Bill Walton be Bill. That's great unless you care about the game. Right. If the minute you care about that game, and normally it's Pac-12, it's in the middle of the night. It's guys that are degenerate gamblers. ESPN tapped into that. Yeah, but- smart. That's for you, for you basketball guys. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't care about Pac-12 basketball at right, all. Right. So I'm and not so, watching it. But if you did and you were dialed into the game, you would not want to hear Bill Walton right. going on on SNL did a spoof on Bill Walton this week. I didn't think it was that great. I haven't watched this sometimes, week. Yet. I didn't think it was that good of an impression. I think we're trying too hard mm-hmm. with Bill Walton. And then sometimes yeah. I'm like, hey, just let Bill Walton do his thing. <laughs> and it's great. I swear to God, I think we're trying too hard sometimes with the Bill. They Walton overexposed stuff. him. Honestly. I, no, I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's that. I think that there's times where Bill Walton shares something that I'm like, this is really mm-hmm. interesting non basketball conversation, and then I think they're, I think like they're going looking at you with big wide eyes, like, see, see what he's doing, see what Bill's doing. It's like just let him do his thing, man. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to say something, and it's going to be really good, and he does, and so. I don't want to sit there and start ripping Bill Walton because I enjoy Bill Walton's perspective. I enjoy Bill Walton's perspective on basketball and life. I'm an open-minded guy, mm-hmm. and, but I don't want to. I don't want it like forced on me. It's the same thing when it happens. Like, okay, Barkley, Barkley. I don't agree with everything Charles Barkley says. He's always interesting, man. But he's always interesting. Any and uh, the, I agree with a lot of what Charles Barkley says. They don't on make a lot, a lot of, of people. There aren't a lot of people like that in the world. Exactly. And so I look at this because he doesn't care. He's got his money. He doesn't care. And he's and he, genuine. It, he's he, not making it up. And he knows he 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 knows he is an imperfect person. Mm-hmm. He knows it because like he you know he, there's the whole the 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 Scots was it Scottsdale. He's been a terrible person a at lot times, of times. He would admit at it at times. But there's a difference. Like 
I hate to say it. I'm I'm very envious. Still throw me I'm jealous of all the success of all the hot take guys. I'm I'm jealous. They've tapped into something that I've tried to do on a local level at times and it doesn't work. But you know, the Skip Baylesses, the Nick Wrights, I I think we all know we do not think that they believe what they're saying all the time, correct? People say they don't believe what I'm saying all the time, correct? Guess what, Charles Barkley, you have never once in your life said, oh, he's just saying that to get a rise. No, he is not. That is the thing. It's so hard for that to come across as genuine as he does. But that's... I don't... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I want it to sound like we're taking shots about guys who, I don't know, I, I have a really good job, and I think we have a really mm. good job. I don't want it to sound like we're taking shots at guys who have better jobs than us. They're, I'm not going to name names. Because who knows if they ever hear it. They probably won't. They probably don't care. There are certain guys who have admitted before that they make up takes just for TV. And I'm going, man, you let the cat out of the bag. You shouldn't have done that. Mm. You should not have done that. There's a football (laughs) analyst who did that. Mm -hmm. And we used to have him on the station all the time. And he let that cat out of the bag. And I'm thinking, why on earth would you do that? Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? Now, I swear to God on my children, the things I say I'm wrong on or right on, or I'll amend or whatever, but I've never just made it. And there's been times we've had dud segments because we agree with each other or we're just not going to sit there and lie. So that part takes some of the fun out of it, but I'm not going to sit there and make up some garbage just for that. And that's what I think what what's so good about Charles Barkley. He is not going to sit there and make up something if he doesn't feel it. He is not going to do that. It and, is unapologetic. And, and, and I think that is the stuff that comes through with the best analysts, be it political, be it business stuff. If you're watching CNBC or Fox Business, you can tell who's saying stuff just to say it. And you can tell people who are saying it from the heart. And very few people have been able to not only do that and then monetize it. Because it's tough to be genuine. Because when you're genuine, you make a lot of enemies. Mm-hmm. And then you get canceled or people don't, don't want to hear it. People don't want to hear the truth on stuff. So that, that's always that. I know we got uh, Keith sent us that the players only 
broadcast that the NBA tried a few years ago failed miserably. Failed terribly. Um, it is it is tough to try a lot of these different things. I said during the national championship, I watched one one of the national championships. I watched a quarter of the coaches, and I was like, "Wow, this is awesome." I go, but I can't I can't do this longer than a quarter. I can't do this longer than a five minute stretch. I'm learning, but I can't be learning. I need to be entertained. I need to watch. I need to just watch. Uh, last night, the 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 inside access or behind the scenes, I think you learn invariably every time that you can give them all the access in the world. In the end, it's going to be Jason Tatum saying, help, help, I got your help. Rebound. Come on, guys, get in there and rebound. Hey, put a body on them. I think you realize that all that behind the scenes and that access stuff, it's not necessarily that interesting. Don't we hear don't we notice that by now? What have we ever seen or heard during these games when it's an interview at the end of a quarter? We used to have fun with the Popovich well, interviews. Was, it got old after a while. But we never learned anything. The other day on Bally's yeah. they mic'd up Neto and he didn't play at all. But it was actually good because <laughs> he it could wasn't actually that, talk. Right. Yeah. There were there were formed sentences and well, they Robin talked Lopez about the game. Was, Robin Lopez was fun. He right. of course he would be fun, but he's he doesn't have any stake in it. He's not really playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, he's just like this, a, it was a it was a really cool fan sitting yeah, there no, next to the bench. He wasn't even one of the in best personalities in the NBA. Yeah. See, that would be awesome if they had him on a live mic and live and then said, Hey, we go down to our fourth member of our broadcast crew. It's Robin Lopez who's Getting ready to come in the game, or he's over there, you know, kind of hanging out. Like, that would be interesting. Like, wait, well, what, what I, do you I think, think the Cavs did wrong in the first half? Well, regular season. Someday. You want to spruce up these regular season games and make them consumable by the masses? Give them that. That's access. And uh-huh. I know I know the Live Tour is trying to do that. Let's mic up, guys. Um, I remember when, uh, just a few years ago, the battle of, I don't know if it's Bighorn or whatever, but it's Tiger Woods. And it's match play. We're going to mic them up, whether it's with Tom Brady or whatever. But it all is so just, you're not, now you're not getting yeah. real stuff. Because everyone's waiting. What are we going to get? And you don't get anything. You get a bunch of fake trash talk. That's not how these oh, guys the first, are. Because first... if Tiger's trash talking yeah. you on the course and there's money involved, there are, there are F-bombs. There could be obscenities. That's real trash well, talk. Not what he... you're getting on TNT. When he did the real trash talk, they had to kind of apologize for what, it. What, the tampon, the tampon thing? thing? Yeah, immediately. Immediately, there were Justin think pieces Thomas. about you're a girl dad, and you yeah. think tampon humor, menstruation yeah. humor's funny? Yeah, there were people who were upset with him. Like, that, but that's the real trash talk oh, that he thinks does. it's funny. No, I think your uh, face you're your outrage. Not even the face. It's the whole body that just got into. Man, you people think need to tampon see you. humor is funny? You, The red face that you make. I mean, the, 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 the veins. <laughs> I've never seen it. Now I'm mad. I never get to see me do this. Menstruation so humor? Burt Kreischer did a whole comedy special on throwing his daughter a period party. And he really did it. What the hell? Yes, he did. I did not know that. We had Burt Kreischer on. on uh, we did a tape Afternoon? segment and we never aired it. Why? Remember, we never aired it. We did it. Yeah, we do it on our uh, for we our did show. It or this afternoon? show, on like this show? three years ago. But what we happened? didn't we say we were going to air it on the real show? I mean, yeah, never and did. we didn't. Something happened sports wise where we were like, we cannot get this in. I ended up putting it on the podcast feed, I believe. And, and do you know it. how much uh, Burt Kreischer allegedly made last year, according to reports? Twenty five million dollars. 
Congratulations on all his success. <laughs> well, he <laughs> saves money on the shirts. He has his machine movie coming out. That's good. Can we get him to promote the movie? Can we get Burt Kreischer to okay. promote that movie? Million I don't remember how he got him last He wants show. the movie to do well because he wants to do the machine two, the machine three, right. the machine four. I'm sure we can get him on. I looked at my Twitter. Do you want to have Jim Norton on? He's coming to Cleveland in April. Fine. My 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 we'll are in shambles. Kenny, are you anti uh, comedians on the podcast? We did have who's the guy we had on? That's Dave Chappelle's buddy. Oh, I always forget his name, and he's in everything. Dana Carvey. Oh, uh, Dave Spade. No, no. no. <laughs> on this podcast, we just had him on. Oh. Danielle Rawlings. Rawlings. Oh my God, yeah, great guy. And you know what? He was great. He had so many great stories. He did. He, but the comedians are a weird thing because our fans are conflicted. Because when a comedian comes on, fans just sit there. They look at their watch and they go, "It's been two minutes. He hasn't been funny yet." And it's like that's not what we're trying to do with the comedian. Yeah. What we're trying yeah. to do with the comedian is talk about their unbelievably create crazy lives. That's right. why we really can't put them on the radio anymore. We oh. put them on the podcast. Yeah. Well. That, that kind of ended after Jay Farrow came in and was best he friends with funny. Kenny Kidd. Okay, Okay, but he wasn't funny. Okay, like, that's true. He wasn't funny. I was funny. listening to Nick and Dustin. I hope they hear this. I hope they hear this. I totally disagreed with Nick the other day because he said Frank Caliendo's stand-up wasn't good. And I said, Bolshevix, it is good. Because Frank Caliendo, I thought it wouldn't be good. I first listened to Frank Caliendo's stand-up, and I thought it wouldn't be good. I thought it was just going to be a bunch of impressions. Uh, impressions. Yeah. He weaves in right. stand-up with the impressions. He does yes. stories. It is yeah. good, yes. And we had Frank Caliendo on the podcast, yes. oddly enough. We're brought to you by Extend. But he said he wasn't funny. I disagreed. But I immediately went to Jay Farrow, who, yes, he and Kenny immediately hit it off. And we're best friends. And, and may have went out in the garage together. <laughs> That's neither here nor there, allegedly. <laughs> That's great. But he, I shouldn't say he wasn't funny. He was funny, but he didn't have well, anything but the impression. He had no material. Remember, we yeah, had to dump him all. a bunch because he was saying things that weren't appropriate. Well, then he for didn't know how to be air. a pro. That's true. Yeah. Then he didn't know how to be a pro. He was like, a nice guy. Guys, Frank, I don't mean to bad. I'm not trying to bad mouth. But him. it did not surprise me after that but, that I'm like, oh, he's a guy that was on SNL for two years, did all the big impressions, and didn't make it past two years. Right. Did not surprise me. And he was right. he was a very nice guy, but there was no material. I don't mean to there, bad mouth him, was, but I have to admit the, you're right. The impressions are amazing with Jay Farrow, but there's yes. no material. And you get there's gotta be material. Well, his Nothing Denzel there. is amazing. His Obama is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Rob Schneider was a hell of an interview we had in studio. I don't know how to explain He brought his own tea kettle. I don't understand the tea craze. So there is a He's tea, an actor. There's been a tea craze. We're probably past the tea craze, to be honest. But between all the different tea drinks that are available at the local coffee yeah, shop that I, I go to, in the tea craze. me and my wife don't understand it because we've had tea. We're like, yeah, it's good. Some people, they drink tea like it's their coffee. And I, somebody's going to have to explain it to me. It leaves a weird film in my mouth. I don't, plus, it stains your teeth worse than coffee. Does it? Which well, I didn't understand. I mean, where I grew up, my parents still, now it's just regular tea. It's Lipton, you know, what they, really? they brew at the house. Hot tea? <laughs> no, not hot tea. It's cold tea. You oh, brew it. You put it different. in a pitcher. That's different. Yeah, one. but I mean that is the. Dr- that's all I grew up drinking. We didn't have pop. We just had gallons major... and gallons of tea that we made ourselves, and not sweet tea. Yeah. Unsweetened tea. Did you ever have sun tea where they put the jug all out the, the front time, push? man? Yeah. And the pitcher was it was a clear glass pitcher, and it had little uh, oranges and lemon slice 
you know, drawings on the on the thing with the little yellow top. Everybody knows it. If you grew up in the eighties, you had one if you made sun. My parents were my pa- like my parents are my well, one of them's passed away. But um they tried and I do think that they tried like it wasn't the most functional household. We've talked about this. But there were certain mistakes they had, like they smoked in front of me. You wouldn't do that now. Right. And then um probably why I still can't get rid of the bronchitis. And then um they just let me drink pop and as much pop as I, that was the drink I used to tone. I used to get a glass and I would walk mm-hmm. around and drink Pepsi all day. Uh, I had, that the, was the beverage. The I, only, at what age? What age are we talking? Uh, six. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. yeah. See, we didn't have that other than we did buy when we had parties, we would buy pop, but we didn't buy a two liter. We bought the three liter, which had the bigger. See, which I, if you didn't clear in the first couple hours. Right. It was disgusting the at fi- the end of the day. The yeah. flat it went Coke flat. or the flat Pepsi, and it felt like the Pepsi went flatter than the actual Coke. I used to, no we, ice. We had barrels of that stuff in our yeah. fridge. No what, ice. What, Never Coke. It was always Pepsi in the house. What were we doing? That's not know. good for kids. It's know. not good for anybody. Nothing against the fine people at Coke or Pepsi. I still love, by the way, yeah. Sarah makes fun of me. I still will buy. Now, I know I cannot have a case of Coke. I'm on the Coke. Now, I used to be in Pepsi. I'm Coke now. I made the change. Well, some point. I, too, yeah. I cannot. We're not talking about that right now on the podcast. I cannot go out and have a 12 pack or 24 pack of Coke in my fridge. Cannot happen. So what I will do now, you're gonna make fun of me. I go to the liquor store where they sell the small the Cokes, cans, which are yeah. for mixing. Oh yeah. And I get a six pack of those. Those yeah, are 10 ounces. Throw them away. And I drink one with my pizza. If we get pizza night. I'll dump some ice in it, ten ounces, and that's all. And I do not go to a second glass. I know I look like a giant. I know people won't believe this because how disgusted is Owen right now? I... Well, no, I don't look like this. I don't look like this eating what health you... food. But can I... I just stop you real quick, Ken? What are <laughs> you paying for ten ounce cokes? Those have to be. You're paying out the ass. Yeah, probably. Those. Oh yes. my god. Okay, go ahead, Ken. But he's. You're thinking about because I don't want the waste sitting there at the back of the fridge. Yeah, I know. I mean, liter. you can still get a two liter for ninety nine cents sometimes. Oh, uh, the end of that two the... liter is worse than any backwash, but anything, people... especially when you're chugging. So oh, me, it's gross. Me, I don't like me. I don't care. Like, there are people who can only drink Pepsi or can only drink Coke. I don't care. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I, I, I like there Pepsi. are days I prefer one over yeah. the other, but, but I. I and I by the way I don't mind RC I don't mind RC I've I mean, had that's that what in I years I don't mind Bubba Cola from like Aldi or something I don't care it doesn't matter to me but there are people they can only have certain things and so the ninety nine cent the ninety nine cent special was that was a... always an RC there's people who were like I ain't drinking that okay well they're not gonna drink the ninety nine cents so they're only gonna drink like the big ones and so if they drink the big ones I can kind of understand where Tone's coming from because he doesn't have it a lot and I guess he could just leave the small little dinky bottle or cans in his fridge if he really wanted to or outside his fridge i uh i don't drink a lot of full body pop i drink a lot i drink diet because i like to have taste i never like diet I i'm fine with do i it. can't drink diet coke though because of my uh what was my one? grandparents growing up yeah because they always had diet coke at their house because they put it in their whiskey Oh, my grandpa I've had, had Jack and Diet. Not just Diet Coke. Well, that's what, yeah. But caffeine-free Diet Coke. It came. It was a gold label. Oh, that's and the, that was the just gold the, label. We used to do Shasta. 
Um, we used to do of the all the alternates. There was RC Cola, but there was a bunch of Shasta. Shasta, caffeine-free Diet Coke's how you know you're at an old person's house. Yeah, that's how you know you're at Mimos. What about Crystal Clear Pepsi? Never had that. I got around to it. I tried Never it. Never had that. It was a. It was. You got to understand. If you were in the '90s, it was one of the craziest marketing uh, things of all time. They had yeah. Van Halen. Yeah, they did. Right now. And then hey. SNL did the spoof of it. Crystal gravy. Gravy. With oh the gravy. my god, that was the best crystal gravy. And I swear to God, that has to be one of the biggest flops of a product that had a hundred million dollar marketing campaign. Yeah. And it didn't work. They always say, we always tell you, marketing works. We tell you, par- partner up with us. Extend Technology has been very happy with us over the years. Uh, the Crystal Clear Pepsi did not work. That was a marketing that didn't matter how great the marketing was. It just simply did not work. I, uh, I'm trying to think what else there was. I'm, yeah, I, I drank way too much pop as a young man. And now I, won't, I really don't drink f- heavy pop, full bottled Full body, full body. I just pump. don't like the bloat, Kenny. I don't like the bloat. It. I don't know my teeth after a while. And yet I drink a ton of alcohol. I'm so stupid. Like, oh, I don't want to drink a second Coca Cola, and then I will, I will polish off eat? IPAs like? that are nine percent alcohol. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, why do I look like this? If there's so many things I don't like. <laughs> I. Uh... Confucius. I don't know. Well, because I'm like, I don't drink pop. I don't, okay, okay, Chubbs. Well, you got to get that way somehow, so what do you do? Uh, I thought you were wearing a vest today, by the way. I was like, oh, I like your new vest. Well, thank you, but this is a coat. It's a coat He's that, that is coat made to look while. like a vest. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Liz, you in that. Liz got a boxing thing. Like, mm-hmm. a, like They send you a box, and she's like, you keep the clothes, and she only got one box, and this is what came with it. I, I didn't I'm, like the rest of the clothes. I think it's a good jacket. I thought I looked too much like Cookie Pie. I was like, I look like Hill Bryant wearing this stuff. Would you have worn Jordans with this outfit? No. I'm too fat to wear Jordans. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 